Good morning everyone. Welcome to the Zephyr Lake Carmelite Evangelization Campaign. Today we are going to read question 145 from the Compendium of the Catechism of the Catholic Church. What does the Spirit do in the Church? The Spirit builds, animates and sanctifies the Church. As the Spirit of Love, He restores to the baptized the divine likeness that was lost through sin and causes them to live in Christ, the very life of the Holy Trinity. He sends them forth to bear witness to the truth of Christ, and he organizes them in their respective functions so that all might bear fruit of the Spirit. Galatians chapter 5 verse 22. So for my personal reflection today, as we just read, the Holy Spirit is a spirit of love. And the Holy Spirit, first of all, He builds us. The Holy Spirit builds up the faith of the believers and prepares the non-believer and draws the non-believer to the mystery of Christ as He does the believers to a deeper understanding of the mystery of Christ. The Holy Spirit makes present Christ and brings us to understand the sacrifice that Christ made to reconcile us to God. Secondly, the Holy Spirit animates us. That is, the Holy Spirit gives us the power and he makes, he gives us the power of Christ and he animates us as individuals and as the entire church community to lead us to live lives of holiness. And thirdly, the Holy Spirit sanctifies us. He sanctifies us by convicting us of our sins and our failures, not to condemn us, but to give us the grace to turn away from sin and to bring us into communion with God. He sanctifies us so we can become like Christ. Next, He the Holy Spirit helps us to live in Christ. The Holy Spirit grafts us into Christ, the vine, as a branch. So he gives us eternal life in Christ. He makes us one with Christ so that we are divinized and we become like Christ. Next, he restores the divine likeness in us. The Holy Spirit, by integrating us and incorporating us with the body of Christ, restores the divine likeness in us so we can think, act, and speak from the heart of Christ. And we live in harmony with one another as we are one body with Christ as our head. And then he sends us to bear witness the Holy Spirit sends us to bear witness to the world. The world sees our love and our unity and is now intrigued to learn more about Jesus, about the spirit of love, about the person of Jesus, about the divine plan of the Heavenly Father. Next, the Holy Spirit organizes us in our respective functions. The Holy Spirit gives us various functions so that we can together as a body of Christ 
bear the fruits of the Holy Spirit in the kingdom of God. At this point, I'd like to read from um, first letter of Corinthians, uh, chapter 12, verse 27 onwards. Now you are the body of Christ and individually members of it. And God has appointed in the church first apostles, second prophets, third teachers, then workers of miracles, then healers, helpers, administrators, speakers in various kinds of tongues. Are all apostles? Are all prophets? Are all teachers? Do all work miracles? Do all possess gifts of healing? Do all speak with tongues? Do all interpret? But earnestly desire the higher gifts. And I will show you a still more excellent way. Here I'd like to pause. These are all wonderful gifts. It's a wonderful gift to be a apostle, to be a prophet, to be a teacher, to work miracles, to be a healer, to help and administer and speak in various tongues. But there is a more excellent way, and that is the way of love. And we go on in 1 Corinthians chapter 13. If I speak in the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I am a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. And if I have prophetic powers and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith so as to remove mountains but have not love, I am nothing. If I give away all I have and if I deliver my body to be burnt but have not love, I gain nothing. Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful. It is not arrogant or rude. Love does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrong, but rejoices in the right. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. As for prophecies, they will pass away. As for tongues, they will cease. As for knowledge, it will pass away. For our knowledge is imperfect and our prophecy is imperfect. But when the perfect comes, the imperfect will pass away. When I was a child, I spoke like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I gave up childish ways. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, then I shall understand fully, even as I have been fully understood. So faith, hope, love, abide these three but the greatest of these is love and that is because once we reach the beatific vision in paradise we don't need to have a faith because we are seeing paradise so we don't have to uh, because faith is the belief in the things that you cannot see so when you're seeing heaven you don't need faith you don't have to hope to attain eternal life because when you're in paradise You've already attained it. But love, love is the greatest because love continues into eternity. So we can begin to aspire for this greatest of all gifts, which is the love of God. 
and love of our neighbor. So in conclusion, I'd like to um, talk to you about the fruits of the Holy Spirit. The fruits of the Holy Spirit are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. And we as a body of Christ need to build one another so that we will yield those fruits that we just read. The Holy Spirit builds us so that we will bear the fruits of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Whereas the evil spirit will try to tear us down so that we will lose love but hate. We will not be joyful but be sad. We will not be peaceful but we will be in this discomfort and we will not be patient but impatient. We All the reverse. So, the Holy Spirit tries to yield these positive fruits from us, whereas the evil one, he wants to tear us down so that we bring out the worst in us. Similarly, the Holy Spirit wants to animate us to lead lives of, uh, of holiness, whereas the evil one wants us to lead lives of lawlessness. Sa sanctifies, so Holy Spirit sanctifies us. And brings us in communion and in likeness with God. And the evil one wants to take that away from us. Make us go after, tempt us and seduce us to uh, go into paths that will take us away from God. And the Holy Spirit helps us to live in Christ. Whereas the evil spirit will try to take us away from Christ by putting false thoughts into our hearts and minds and distractions to take us away from Christ. The Holy Spirit restores the divine likeness in us, whereas the evil spirit will try to make us look unlike God and take away the divine in us and may, tries to make us evil. And the Holy Spirit gives us a courage to bear witness to Christ Whereas the evil spirit will bring us down to say that we are unworthy to bear witness. So we have to watch out for uh, the evil spirit and always invoke the Holy Spirit so he can drive out the evil uh, within us and the evil thoughts and everything that is not of God away from us. And similarly, the Holy Spirit organizes us into our respective functions so we can harmoniously as a body of Christ bear the fruits of the Holy Spirit. Whereas the evil one causes disharmony, causes uh, dysfunction and disorganizes us and so that we would not bear the fruits of the Holy Spirit, but we will do the exact opposite as a body of Christ. So let us today invoke the Holy Spirit so that he will drive out from within us as individuals and from our church communities the evil one so that we can be true witnesses of Christ and bear in abundance the fruits of the Holy Spirit. That's my reflection for today. Thank you for listening everyone. Have a blessed day.